Hello, and welcome to Cornerstone's Middle School Ministry Podcast. This message, given by Tyler Moore, is the second in our God Can You Hear Me series, and deals with how to pray to God, even though He knows what you need already. Over and over, I used to say the same thing, God, let me score a touchdown, God, let me score a touchdown, God, let me score a touchdown. Like, if I said it 10,000 times, it would come true. Like, if I said it, God, like, Jesus would just magically appear. Congratulations, you said your 10,000th prayer. Ah, everyone starts going crazy in the room. I'm like, yes. The Holy Spirit pops up. Here's what you won, a brand new car. Ah, yeah. Now, no. Kind of, yeah. You don't just ask a thousand times. You can't, it's not a secret combination. And that was number one on your notes. It is not a secret combination. Let me pull that up for you guys. There is no secret combination for praying. There is no secret combination for praying. Yet some of you guys think there is. If I say it 10,000 times, then it'll come true. Then it must work. But we're going to find out why that is not true. Matthew 8, if you have it, pull it up. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Do not be like them. He already knows what you need. You think God is far away. You think God is up in the clouds somewhere with His big poofy white beard. God is everywhere. God is with you every second of the day. He is never separated from you. We find that in Scripture. In Psalms, we learn that God is with you every second. That God catches every single one of your tears that you've ever cried. He has counted them. He knows how many. That's how close God is to you. He is never far away. So don't just say something a thousand times. God, give me this. God, give me this. God, give me this. God, give me this. We need to stop thinking like that. God already knows what you need. God already knows what you want. Let's continue. We're going to learn how to pray. Jesus is actually going to give us the words to pray. If you guys are wondering, if God already knows why I am praying, if God already knows what I am praying for, then what's the use? If God already knows, then why should I even say anything? If you are wondering this question, you are about to learn the most important truth of your life. Because as you can see, number two on your notes, or number three on your notes, prayer is not about what you want. It's learning what God wants for you. Prayer is not about what you want. It's learning what God wants for you. God already knows what you want. God knows what you need. When you're hurting and you're in pain, God already knows. Prayer is about learning what God wants. And we're going to find out why that is so important. Why is it important that we learn what God wants? Jesus is going to tell us right now. On your notes, you can see we are going to learn the ABCs of prayer. We are going to learn the ABCs of prayer. If any of you guys are young Michael Jackson's fan, you will understand why it's labeled one, two, three, ABC. Okay, sorry. Anyways, I'm weird. I'm old. I know. Okay, yeah, Seth got it. Okay, so Matthew 6, 9. Then, this then is how you pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. For you guys wondering, what does that even mean? This first line is almost the most important. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That means holy. And that takes us to letter A on your notes. This is what we need to do. We need to recognize how powerful God is. Holy is your name. Recognize how powerful God is. And you will see how powerless your problems are. Guys, 
The first line of that prayer is probably the most important. You need to learn how big God is. A lot of you guys think God is small and you put him in this little box. Oh, God can't help me with this. God can't help me with that. God can't help me with my ADHD. God can't help me with this. God can't help me with that. But you guys are neglecting the most important thing of this prayer. God is the biggest, most important, and powerful thing in this universe. You need to think about that when you pray. When you start your prayers, think about how powerful God is. Read scripture. Read the Old Testament. God parted the sea for the Jews to escape from Israel. God delivered King David, to the most powerful nation on earth, God delivered Daniel from the lion's den. God can conquer and save you from your lions, from your problems. You need to think about how powerful God is. Because when you start realizing how mighty God is, you will see how weak your problems truly are compared to him. When you see how big our God is, you will see how small your problems truly are. When you see how eternal God is, he says, I am the beginning, I am the end, everything exists in me. You will see how quickly passing your problems truly are. We need to recognize how powerful God is. Our Father who art in heaven, holy is your name, hallowed be thy name. God, you are big, you are powerful, you are mighty. Start your prayers off with that. It'll put a good perspective going for the rest of them. Let's look at letter B, or let's look at Matthew 6, 10 now. Your kingdom come, your will be done. How many of us have ever said that? How many of us have ever said in our prayer, God, I want your will to be done and not mine? That is a very hard thing to say, right? Some of you guys are like, what? God, your will be done, not mine. What does it say? Your kingdom come, your will be done. How many of us think we're in complete control of our lives? How many of us think we're kings of our lives? I get what I want. I do what I want. And then when a parent passes away, you don't feel in control. When your parents get divorced, you suddenly don't feel so in control. When you fail a test, you suddenly don't feel so in control. When your friend stabs you in the back, you suddenly don't feel so in control. Your will be done, God, not mine. Your will be done. That takes us to letter B. Pray for God's will to be done. Pray for God's will to be done. He wants to rescue you. He wants to bless you. He wants to help you. Pray for God's will to be done. God already knows what you want. God already knows what you need. When you feel angry inside, when you feel hurt, when you feel sad, pray that God's will will be done. Because God wants to rescue you from your sadness. God wants to rescue you from your depression. God wants to rescue you from the problems that are hurting your life. Pray for his will to be done. Pray for his will to be done and see how he comes through for you. Let's continue. Matthew 10. But before we go, I, just, I do want to say that if you don't have a real relationship with Christ... If this is new and this is your first time here, I understand that is, we're talking about some heavy stuff. So if this is still just a religion for you guys, that's okay. If you still don't feel like you are close to Christ, that's okay. It's going to be really hard for you to ask for God's will to be done and not yours. It's going to be really hard for you. But I want to encourage you, try it. 
God says his burden is light. Jesus Christ died for you. Can you trust his will to be done in your life? Let's continue. Matthew 6, 10 through 13. Oops, I pulled it up right here. Matthew 6, 11 through 13. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Do you see that? God, please give us some food. God, please give us our daily bread. God, please forgive us. We're not perfect. I don't know about you, but I'm not perfect. God, please forgive me for when I make mistakes. God, please help me fight against sin. Help me fight. Some scripture just says, deliver me from evil. I like this one because it says, deliver me from the evil one. Deliver me from the things that are hurting my life. Which takes us to letter C of our ABCs. Realize you need God. Realize you need God. The ancient Israelites traveled through the desert. The ancient Israelites traveled through the desert. And what did God do? He gave them food every single day. And I know that is thousands of years old and that sounds archaic to you. But I'm going to tell you right now through my own testimony, there have been times where I did not have enough money for food and live on my own in a house. There have been times where I did not have enough money to get and put gas in my car and go to work. I cannot explain how. I cannot explain what ways that this has occurred. But all those times I went hungry, I never really went hungry. God provided food. God provided a meal. God provided something for me when I needed it most. I'm going to tell you guys, realize you need God. I know you guys don't live on your own yet. I know that. But how imperfect are we? How often do we make mistakes? How often do we need help just to get through the day? Psalms 55 says, Cast your burdens upon the Lord, and he will sustain you. How often do you feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulder? How often do you feel like you have a burden on your back, and it is not going away? How often do you feel weighed down by this life, by the pressures, by the gossip, by the hurts and the pains? How often do you feel weighed down? Jesus Christ died so you can give him that burden. Psalm 55, cast your burden upon the Lord and he will sustain you. Jesus Christ tells you this, you will have trials in this life, but give them to me. I overcame this world. Jesus Christ said, I overcame this world. Jesus Christ overcame death. Jesus Christ overcame death. If you give him your problems, don't you think he can help you overcome your problems? Realize you need God. Jesus died for you. Jesus died so that you can cast your burdens upon him. and He will help you guys out. Realize you need God. Now the last part on your notes, the last thing on your notes, if you know the ABCs of prayer, you will become if you can understand how powerful God is, if you pray for his will to be done, if you realize how much you truly need him. Guys, something happens when you do these things with your prayer. When you change your prayers from give me, bless me, help me, when you change that thinking, because God already knows you need those, when you change that into the ABCs, something happens. Letter A, When you take time to recognize, and I'll explain it, hold on. When you take time to recognize how powerful God 
and Jesus Christ truly are, you will feel comforted, not worried. Write that on your notes. You will feel comforted, not worried. Guys, when you realize how powerful the God of the universe is, you'll feel comfort because he's there. He's on your side. You'll feel comforted, not worried. How, how often do you worry throughout the day? First period, I didn't get my homework done. Second period, the girl I like doesn't like me back. Third period, I'm failing English. Fourth period, the kid who bullies me is in that class. How often do you feel worried in life? How much time do you spend in your day just worrying? Cast your burdens upon the Lord. Realize how powerful he is. Jesus Christ overcame death. He will help you with that. When you recognize how powerful God is in your prayers, you will feel comforted, not worried. Letter B, when you pray for God's will to be done, you will feel hopeful and not hopeless. When you pray for God's will to be done, you will feel hopeful and not hopeless. And why is that? Why don't you just want to pray for what you want all the time? Because God's plans for you are bigger than you can imagine. God's plans for you are greater than you could even think of. Jeremiah 29 and 11 tells us, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for good and not for evil. Plans to give you hope and a future. Which is why when you pray for God's plans to be done, I love that verse so much, dude. I got it written on me. When you pray for God's will to be done, you will feel hopeful and not hopeless. All those times in my life when I felt hopeless, I just thought about that verse. I thought about his will, and I felt hopeful. Let us see, when you realize how much you truly need God, you will feel peaceful and not overwhelmed. When you realize how much you truly need God, you will feel peaceful and not overwhelmed. Cast your burdens upon the Lord. Take that weight on your shoulders and give it to Jesus Christ and see what happens. We're about to pray, and I encourage you guys, think about this. Take these notes and put it somewhere in your room where you can see them every day. Let's take this religion we have and turn it into a relationship. Let's bow our heads and pray. God, our Father, You are so powerful. You created existence. You created an explosion that triggered the Big Bang and put everything into motion. You created the heavens and the earth. Because of you, God, we are here. How small are our problems compared to you? You are the beginning and the end. Time exists in you. God, please take our burdens the things that hold my friends down, the things that keep my friends saddened and angered every single day, Jesus Christ, I pray you will take that from them. I pray you will take the weight that is on our shoulders, the weight that divorce and death and gossip and drama and heartache. I pray you will take all those away from us, Lord. If we can learn how to pray correctly, if we will learn that prayer is a relationship, I pray, God, I pray. Holy Spirit, be with my friends. Convict their hearts. If their lives are plain and dandy and happy and puppy dogs and ice cream, I pray they will realize that one day things will change. One day times will get tough. One day they will feel overburdened. And I pray when that day comes, Jesus Christ, you will rescue them because they will remember this sermon. As we dive into small groups, Holy Spirit, I pray you will 
answer the question in their hearts. What can God rescue us from? What can Jesus Christ help me with today? What can Jesus Christ overcome in my life today? As we dive into small groups, your leaders are going to ask you that question, and I pray that you can be truthful. Because if we can be truthful, if we can admit that we need help, if we can admit that we need God, He will come through for us. That is a promise in Scripture. Jesus Christ.